Hey guys, this is Ralph Macho. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is William Zapka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter. And I am Brianna. And you guys, we finally did it before the new year, or before this year's over, rather. We're finally concluding our season three review. Yay, yes! You know, I, I, I there was a little bit of me that actually felt like we may, you know, just maybe missed by a few days, you know, with the final episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, we um, we really should have gotten this um, posted nine days ago. Or we should have finished like back in March. <laughs> right, like everyone else did. How about that? Well, not everyone else. Right. Not everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, matter of fact, I, I just listened to Are You Crying Kidding Me, their um, episode 308 earlier today. And, right. and they were talking about how they'll have, you know, their last two episodes before the, the year ends as well. So, you know, we're all trying. We all have, um, you know, jobs and things outside of podcasting. So, you know, we get to it when, when we can. And I don't know, what, is this like the third postponement that we've had for this episode? Uh, I think so. Sounds about right. But, you know, things happen. We get tired at different times. The time difference has always been a mother, you know. Yep. And with my job, with the holidays, it's been crazy. And this week, uh, it's been snowing. So, yeah. Oh, that must be nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Uh, very nice, but yeah, no, I mean, I've been getting through um, work just fine, but, um, you know, uh, today we are, we're actually recording uh, right before the virtual premiere of 401, so we definitely want to try to, you know, knock this out and um, be ready for the, the premiere later this evening, so. Um, right, ironclad guarantee that this episode will not be more than 60 minutes long. Yes. So um, also, obviously, we'll have, you know, everything kind of prepared to go into season four, starting with a season four recap the day season four premieres. So be on the lookout for that. Um, yes. I don't think there's any house cl- uh, cleaning uh, to get into right now. Uh, again, this is the last episode. 310 was directed by Josh Heald and written by Bob Dearden. December 19th, which that in itself is an Easter egg, the All-Valley Tournament from The Karate Kid Part 1. And as always, uh, Amy wrote the synopsis for this, and she writes, In the spirit of the holidays, people come together to mend fences, open the door to new friendships, clear up old misunderstandings, and dramatically destroy a home in an epic karate throwdown involving actual children trying to kill each other for relatively petty reasons, or for relatively petty reasons. The Miyagi and Eagle Fang kids initially butt heads over the terms of the merger, but after an impassioned plea from Dimitri, they're won over and start to hash out the details. But they're almost immediately interrupted by a literal home invasion. The Cobras are there to settle the score, and Tori is there to exact revenge against Sam. Mid-brawl, Hawk looks around and realizes that the entire thing is stupid and switches sides to fight alongside Dimitri and end it all. At the country club, Allie sets the record straight on her breakup with Daniel and fills Amanda in on all of Johnny and Daniel's high school shenanigans. The two finally start to see that they both had a hand in what happened back then. 
Uh, Allie offers another push at the valet stand when she asks Johnny about Carmen and sends him off to the Diaz house to declare his love to her. Unfortunately, all the good vibes from the night are killed when he gets there and learns about the fight. At Cobra Kai, Johnny confronts Kreese and Robbie, which doesn't go well. When Johnny rejects yet another, this is your last chance to come back spiel, Kreese tries to choke him to death. Fortunately, Daniel shows up and saves him, but gets thrown through a window himself. Putting his lessons from Chosen to good use, and with quiet permission from Johnny, Daniel disables him and is a beat away from ending him for good when Sam and Miguel show up. As can only happen in this show, they don't call the police or even an ambulance. They make a handshake deal to settle all of this via tournament. In the final moments of the season, we see Johnny and Daniel and Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang come together to begin their quest to drive Cobra Kai out of the valley once and for all. And I think that's longer than my notes. <laughs> that is a really, really good synopsis. It's really good. She hit everything in this episode. Yes. So... We open up on North Vietnam back in 1969. Kreese um, and his squad are locked up in a cage. Uh, this guy, who is credited as Pham Min Tao, which I'll, I'll, going forward I'll refer to him as Tao, uh, comes and grabs a couple of the soldiers and takes them to a bridge where they'll fight to the death. Kreese uh, is watching, and Silver says it was his fault. Kreese uh, tells him to shut up and just focus, and just to focus and worry about survival. Kreese uh, then tells Silver it's his fault which uh, Captain Turner overhears and agrees. Captain Turner is such a dick. He is. He he really is. And, you know, we'll be getting there a little bit later. But, you know, this is where we also find the fate of Betsy, or find out the fate of Betsy, rather, or Anne Crease finds out. Right, right. Here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, all he did was, he he did what he needed to do, Crease did what he thought he needed to do to protect his men. That's mm-hmm. what an officer is supposed to do. Yeah. So. This is a, a difficult position because I haven't been in it, but I have served. Turner gave him orders. Yeah, and, I know. And, and he should have followed those orders. So. I think that's all I'll say about that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I get the whole following orders chain of command thing, but he could not bring himself to blow up his squad. I don't blame him. Right. You know, and I I, I bet you put in the same position. I probably would have done the same thing as him. It's easier to say, right? Like, hey, you're supposed to follow, um, you know, uh, instructions. But in in that moment, you, you have to. You know, everything's flashing before your eyes and you're like, you know, is sacrificing one man for the safety of the others worth it? Or, you know, like, but hey, I I would imagine, you know, if we go back to episode, uh, was it 302 or 303 where the flashback when we first meet young Kreese? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it wasn't even that episode, but it was it was when Bessie sees him off. Right. And he's talking mm-hmm. about how he's going to go be a hero. He's he, he understands the gravity of of disobeying Captain Turner, but I would imagine in his mind, he thinks that there's still a small percentage that they can all get out of this alive and doesn't right, pull the trigger. Right. And doesn't UCMJ, though, have a um, a provision that you do not have to follow an illegal or unethical order? I, I, I don't know it well enough. Um, I would imagine so. And also, you're you're talking about, what, 60 years you know, so um, there, right. there, there could be uh, amendments. That it's been updated since then. Yeah, there's been many awards in between. 
Um, but also, you know, like one could even question, well, how, how would you go before like the uh, JAG or whatever and, and say like, you know, he disobeyed, um, you know, a command. My order to kill his squad. Right, right. And it's, you know, you're also talking about a sergeant, you know, a sergeant's word versus a captain's word, you know, so that's that's just a hard battle to fight. Right. But I mean, it, he ordered me to kill my squad. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be defensible. It's got to be illegal you, to order someone to kill a bunch of American military. Yeah, but I, I feel, you know, rules are different during that time, but also in that instance. You know, like, you, right. this, this, it's warfare, right? So, right. Um, you know, if, if we're in the U.S., you know, on a military base or even, you know, out in, um, you know, in, in, in regular the public – those rules would be a little bit more tame and um, I think a little bit more black and white than, you know, some gray area because it's modern warfare. Yeah. Kreese uh, reminds Turner that he's a leader and Turner points out uh, that rank doesn't exist in their cage and that it's every man for himself. Uh, they see one soldier toss the other into a pit. Uh, the last man standing gets awarded to live another day, I suppose. Um, he's escorted back and says he had to do it. Silver asks, how deep is it? The guy tells him it's deep enough, and that's not the worst part. Right. But it doesn't tell him what the worst part is. <laughs> right. We cut back to present day, and we're in the kitchen. A bunch of plates are being prepared. Uh, looks like spaghetti, I, I, I feel, right? Some sauce, some marinara sauce. Uh, yeah, that's definitely, that. I mean, that's spaghetti noodles. Yeah. Um, Amanda mentions, uh, well, the LaRussos show up to the uh, the country club here, and uh, Amanda mentions they've been there for five minutes and already saw ten people she hates. Now, or that is that just like five couples? Uh, uh, possibly, yeah. or you know, <laughs> uh, ten people of any combination of gender, right? Who she just really doesn't like. Yeah. Um, there's a mention of Anthony, and Amanda hopes he doesn't get kicked out of another sleepover. Um, guessing that's a thing with Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> right. Uh, Amanda goes to grab a table while Daniel goes grab some drinks. Allie, who's there, spots him first and calls him Daniel with an L. So a callback from the first movie. Right. Um, they get reacquainted and talk about how he's a member of the club now and doesn't have to sneak around. They're all smiles, going for a hug, and there's Johnny admiring from afar. And this is where we uh, last saw him at the end of 309. Right. Mm -hmm. Standing there shaking out his jacket. <laughs> sure, sure. And, you know, uh, uh, pro probably quivering, you know, just getting ready to uh, – he's having, like, the flashbacks to the beach, right? This is He is, yeah. which at this point, I mean, how many times do we need to be shown the beach? <laughs> uh, how many more seasons are we going? <laughs> right. Every time Daniel thinks of Johnny, if they're not getting along, he remembers the beach. Every time Johnny thinks of Daniel, if they're not getting along, he remembers the beach. Okay, boys, we get it. You have issues. You know, it would be would be really cool. But obviously, um, you know, John G. Evelson's uh, rehearsal footage, you know, the, the quality is of its time, obviously. But it would be right. cool if there was a way to kind of... I don't know, master those or, or make them look even better. And so we can get different angles, perhaps, you know, from the beach or, well, I guess they'd be wearing different clothes and, and Billy's without a shirt in those rehearsal footage. I mean, we'd be right. okay with that, but. I don't know anyone who would object. Right. <laughs> um, so Johnny almost uh, gets hit with the sauce. I, did, did you, did you feel 
somebody was gonna, you know, whether it's it was gonna be Johnny or or um, like Daniel. I was about to say no, Ralph. no. Um, I, I saw that you know saw the 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 waiter coming out with the tray of spaghetti and then the almost bumping in and you almost got that on my white jacket and i'm like okay they're not going to touch it again right. they're they're not going to yeah they made it that obvious that that's what that was they're not it's not going to happen and we already saw you know a similar thing happen to sam in season 2 Exactly, when she got thrown into the buffet table. Exactly. So it's like, how many times are you going to kind of redo, the, you know, that that gag, right? Well, it depends how many times are we going to watch the beach. Right. Um, <laughs> let's see. Allie uh, tries to reintroduce them and deduces that this wasn't their first time seeing each other since high school. Uh, Johnny asking if Daniel's suit was made of velvet, and that might be a nod to coming to America. Uh, yeah, or, you know, blue velvet. Okay. Um, you know. I haven't seen that one. Is that the one with Dennis Hopper? Um, Dennis Hopper, Kyle, um, Mac, Mac, from um, Mac. Yeah, McCallahan. Yeah, Callahan, from from Twin Mc, Peaks. Um, no, McClellan. No, no, no. I, stop! I, You're gonna make it guy. worse. <laughs> yeah, that guy, yeah, yeah. the guy from Twin Peaks. He also played, uh, I believe, the mayor in um, one of the Portlandia episodes. Okay, and Laura Dern. Okay, still haven't seen it, but the reason I bring up Coming to America is because when we talked to Joe and Luan, Luan had mentioned that um, that's one of his favorite movies, and that was also kind of a um, a bit of an inspiration for Johnny Speed dating in season two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we're back at the LaRusso Mance. Shout out to Are You Karate Kidding Me? Um, the kids continued their differences. Uh, and including Chris and Mitch bickering over uh, being called penis breath. Uh, I believe you might have brought this up in the last episode, maybe? Uh, yeah, yeah. You just kind of referenced it. Like, you know, uh, Chris has a great question. Like, why are you okay with anybody calling you penis breath? Right. Yeah. Um, Mitch and Bert get up to leave, which makes Dimitri grow a pair and calls them pussies. Uh, says that this is what those assholes at Cobra Kai wants and that they need to be one. And so they're assholes too. Uh, continues uh, to rip them all an asshole uh, by trying to knock some sense into them. Uh, apologizes for uh, for his obscenities and asks, where do they start? Uh, he's apologizing for saying asshole, 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 asshole. Yeah, it, it really made me think of Spaceballs. Everyone's an asshole. Right. How you many know. assholes have we got on this ship? Hey. <laughs> um, back at the country club, we come back in the middle of them recapping season, season one. Uh, Allie asks Johnny why he hadn't brought it up during lunch, to which Daniel is surprised by, and Johnny does all he can to rub it into Daniel's face. No comment? <laughs> uh, what, are, what are we rubbing into Daniel's face here? Yes, yeah. indeed. <laughs> well, you know. No. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. I'm just sitting here, like, staring at them as I'm I'm scrolling through this scene, and I'm just, like, stopping. At the, you know, hit, oh, they're so pretty. Well, oh, I, don't, so I, pretty. I don't know anyone that would disagree with uh, what you're doing. No. Uh, yeah. Um, it's, you know, one other thing is, like, um, for anybody that follows uh, me on, on Twitter, I uh, did one of those, you know, Peter Hot takes on Twitter, and I, I said, uh, uh, episodes 309 and 310 is more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard. I, I saw that. I'm, You're allowed I'm, to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I had wondered what you would think about that, but I, I feel a lot of people were agreeing. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean that I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like it 
definitely captures the spirit a little bit more of a traditional Christmas movie, right? You got your people dressing up in, you know, the the ugly sweaters, you got the the, the decor and and all that. And, you know, like Die Hard has, you know, some of that stuff. I mean, some of that stuff. They're at a high rise Christmas party. But but is is Die Hard is the the text in green or red at all? See, no. three oh nine opens up Cobra in green and Kai in red. That's festive. That's this okay. screams Christmas to me. <laughs> okay. Um, to colorblind people, it's all gray. Okay, well that's that's fair. No, I can't say that for sure. Yeah. Well, it could I'm be sure red and green inverted. This, right? Yeah. Um, Daniel makes fun of Johnny figuring out uh, Facebook, and Allie threatens to put them in a timeout. Amanda <laughs> enters the scene and gets introduced to Allie, and they both cannot wait to talk to each other about Daniel. And I love uh, Amanda's yeah. uh, olive bite. Yes. I got to talk to you. Yeah. It, so obviously it is about Daniel, but what are some things you you think that's like oh, you know is it just like maybe some annoyances that she has of her husband that you know was he like this as a teenager too? Is that well? I don't know how much of their their interaction would be a um, a give and take about Daniel because obviously Johnny came up at some point too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether. You know, Allie was like, hey, is he seeing anyone? Um, And, you know, the last Amanda knew they were dating because she didn't know that, you know, Carmen had ever kicked him to the curb and kicked him out of their lives. Right. uh, Because she wasn't privy to that conversation. So I don't know if she would complain about her husband to his ex-girlfriend. That. Mm -hmm. Just strikes me as something she's not going to do. Maybe something really, really surface, you know, something that that doesn't matter in the slightest. But nothing like that would be a, oh, I don't know, complaining about him talking with his hands. Of course he talks with his hands. He's Italian. It's genetic. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, (laughs) You know, that kind of thing. Um, we're back at the house. The kids are listing things they need to get done, including one of your favorites. Which is the, the, the sensei dispute resolution protocol. Yes. Yes. Which I, I I don't think they have in place. Um, and Bert hears a cat, goes to check outside and gets thrown in through the kitchen window. Uh, one half of Cobra Kai walks in. Kyler tells Miguel it's payback time. And then Tori enters from the front with the other half, says the magic words, no mercy, and chaos literally ensues. Not a cat. Not a cat. Right. Before I was able to, I'm talking about my, my initial watch here, um, but before I was able to even process what's going on, boom, Bert goes through the window. It right. Was that quick. Yeah. Yeah. Very shocking. Yeah. It was, it, it's, it is super, super fast. Um, my, my, question now um probably didn't occur to me for you know several weeks slash months um why is kyler's hair so big in this scene um it's not like that any other time it's just like super fluffy yeah i'm I'm not sure i i I, that'd be a good question to ask joe maybe maybe he 
didn't want a haircut or maybe they were just trying like a different look for the character of Kyler? It's, it is a really good question um, because, you know, from what we've seen of season four, it's, it's still kind of similar. Yeah. So and if you, if you think about season one, it's really tall as well. You know, it's, I, it's just styled differently. It, it, it seems more full in season three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just where I've got it, the the screenshot that I'm seeing of him. But, you know, it, it's almost like Elvis um, yeah. levels of tall in, I the, see that, in yeah. the front. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll have to put a, a pin on that um, on that question. Maybe, you know, if we can ever get Joe back on, um, maybe he'll have an answer. Okay. Worth a um, shot. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to uh, the country club where we see the Stardusters, possibly a nod to the uh, Starlighters from Back to the Future, um, playing some holiday music. We're hearing a conversation about the Halloween dance, and then we hear Allie's side of the breakup. Yeah. She still doesn't explain, you know, which one of them wrecked a car. Because if she was driving the car... Whether the brakes went out or not, she's still the one that ran it into whatever the hell it got run into that night, right? Yeah, but it it could possibly just be something just out of her control. It, it, it couldn't slow down quick enough. Like, you know, maybe something got in the way. Um, like, I, I feel when this was brought up in a previous episode of ours, I just mentioned, you know, they, they were just kind of fighting. Nobody was really paying attention to the road, you know. Daniel says something, she looks over, and then when she looks back on the road, she has to swerve. Well, that's possible, except he said, and she doesn't mention them being together either. Um, Daniel said Allie borrowed his car. So she rearranged the fender, and I don't know what she did to the engine, but that ain't running right either. Um, So... Yeah, obviously, whatever happened, whoever, you know, they got it back to the high school and then to Mr. Miyagi's house from there. Um, And she also admits that she egged him on. She's not surprised to find out that he honestly believed that she was dating that guy. Uh, Or even in love. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she she egged him on. She let him believe it. Josh Shield, uh, the football player. (laughs) Josh Heald is a football player. The, the UCLA football player. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We cut back to the fight, and there's one point. Sam throws a guy at the light switches. A little little nod there to um, Craddy Kid Part 3, where mm-hmm. Mike Barnes is thrown into the lights. Yep. Um, we got a fight with Sam and Tori, where Sam has a bow and Tori with the nunchucks. So, like, we're not going to, like, break down the fights. There's plenty of videos of those. And if you're listening to this, you've seen this episode many a times. Right. Um, what are some other things that kind of stand out to you before we get to uh, talking about um, Hawk's turn? You People using Bert as a weapon, <laughs> um, yeah. which I like. Um, I, like, I like shoving Nathaniel up against the window. Right. And then they both fly into the Christmas tree. A little bowling into um, the Christmas tree. Yeah. And then um, I think this one is actually longer than the one at the end of season two. I believe it. 
Um, and also, I know we've gone into detail about this before, um, so I don't want to you know dwell too much on it. But the confines, the the environment in that little courtyard, very very small. So yeah. for them to have spun this camera <laughs> into and out of that courtyard area at all is just super impressive. Yeah, and for anyone that wants to know a little bit more of the uh, behind the scenes, um, Joe gave some insight, uh, interview with Janelle and Hito, gave some insight in, into this and kind of staging and um, blocking, you know, with, with the actors where... You know, when when sometimes the camera turns around, that's because they're swapping uh, stunt performers out for the actors and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so you you can obviously tell when when that's happening because there's like a, a few beats that the actor gives, you know, to kind of make that replacement. But uh, it's it's very very ambitious, right? Um, just the whole fight and watch party had even caught like, you know, in, in the background, you can see like some of the actors, like, um, you know, crawling down to the floor and like, uh, hiding, you know, out of the camera's view. But obviously if the, um, camera is far back enough, it, it really picks up, um, a lot of stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, one thing that needs to, I think, needs to be brought up before we move on from the fight at the, the LaRusso Mance, <laughs> trademark, are you karate kidding me? Yeah. Um, is Tori's hoodie. Okay, yeah. Because that is another Easter egg to, you know, from the first movie, because she's wearing a skeleton. Right. Um, I I didn't write it down, and I'm pretty sure we, we had just missed this bit of dialogue. But when uh, Allie was telling Amanda about the you know the the Halloween dance, she she what does she call it like the skeleton pajamas like he, he, something calling him like a baby in skeleton pajamas or something it was hilarious. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it I forgot the line, but it's it's there. But um, yes, this is that reference. I don't remember. I've not. I've not honestly. I'm. I've watched it. Dozens of times, but I usually have it on in background, background yeah, noise. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know the dialogue as well as I do the first two seasons. Yeah, it, um, no, I totally get that. It's it, it's right after Amanda asks, like, how do you even dress as a shower or something like that? You know, and, and then and then she references the the you know skeleton pajamas. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yes, uh, that. I, I don't know if that's like a, a Frank Helmer original, but Contenders has a, you know, their version of it. Right. So, you know, you guys can check that out at Contenders Clothing. Um, you know, we, we have the promo code in the show notes. If you guys want to, um, you know, if you guys are interested in picking one up, I have one. It's awesome. John Hurwitz has one. So um, CK Podcast, you know, is, is, is all it is. Um, Yes, you just wanted to mention that was an Easter egg, or did you have more more on that? Oh no, you just you asked me if there was anything specific to mention about the fight. Yes, yes, okay. So the um, what, what do you think about Sam using the bow and toy with the nunchucks? Because this is we 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 have seen Sam, um, you know, kind of spar with Daniel right with the bow mm-hmm. and the um, casting the rod and stuff like that. We haven't seen. If I'm not mistaken, we have not seen Tori with the nunchucks. No, we've she not gra- seen Tori with any weapons at this point. Right. So she grabbed that off of the the shelf. So it's not like she came with those. 
Um, I remember Janelle praising Peyton's, uh, her drive, basically. And, uh, you know, when she wasn't um, filming, she was like always off to the side practicing. And, and it, it, she nails it. Like she looks like she's been doing it for a long time. Yes, she does. So, um, yeah, I, I think uh, Payne's really good here. So Hawk, this is where he makes the turn. Mm-hmm. He's watching the fight go down. He's recalling some of the things Johnny and Kreese has told him. Um, he does uh, flip side uh, sides as he's being called over to assist in uh, more D- Dimitri bashing. Your thoughts on Hawk's turn? I love it. Well, I've been wanting it. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> like, but I'm pretty sure him and Kyler just threw Bert through the window. <laughs> well, we don't know We don't who know. threw Bert and, and through nobody the window. Looks like, nobody looks like they had just put Thrown in all this effort. a small boy through a window. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, for all we know, Bert threw himself through the window and blames them, you know... <laughs> No, I think he's a little all, short for that. You, well, they they all just kind of casually walked in through the door, though. So it, I do wonder, you know, who who was this supposed to have been? Yeah, um, I I don't know. I mean, I mean, at that point, he is obviously all in, right? When Bert flies through the window, Hawk is still all in with being Cobra Kai, right? Because he walks in, he's mean mugging with the best of them. Right. And he spends the first half of that fight beating on Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang kids. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not until, you know, um, the the, what's his face? Um, Mikey or Rickenberger? Name I can't pronounce. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That poor poor boy. Um, To seeing them... Ready to do to or to Dimitri what he had done, and the regret he felt over having done it the first time, and all of this just boiling to a surface. And I I like when he takes a minute and stands back, and like Amy says, you know, takes it all in before deciding that the whole thing is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um. Because you can see him looking at the people who used to be his friends and what is being done to them and then looking at the people who he is now claiming to be friends and remembering what they had done to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, once he makes that connection in his mind, then yeah, turning on his new friends is really not that difficult. Right. And, you know, he's looking at everybody and they're all seemingly, you know, they look like they're about to be defeated, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're the home team, literally. Right. <laughs> they're yes, literally the, the literal home team. Home team. <laughs> uh, and they're getting their asses whooped. Um, yeah. It, it, well, we had seen it like um, kind of telegraphed like throughout the season, like the, the little bits of pieces of Eli coming out, right. you know, so. Uh, I, I did find it, you know, I, I think a lot of people were kind of like, well, that, that was quick, you know, uh, but, but he does apologize to me, to Dimitri, to which, you know, he accepts. Uh, and, right. you know, they're, uh, I guess the binary brothers are uh, in full force again. Right, right. And it's so, so much in full force that Dimitri damn near throws him through a wall. Right. Um, so moving on from that, we got uh, Kyler versus Miguel. Uh, and Kyler's beating up on Miguel pretty good here, and Miguel's probably the most bloodied up person here. So, um, 
that we've seen, yeah, real close. I mean, his his face is is busted all to hell. Yeah, and it's funny because Kyler's isn't. No, Kyler's isn't. But I think that we're supposed to believe, you know, that that like everybody who took a swing at Miguel connected. Right. Um because we've we've also seen that, you know, Kyler's not the only person he's been fighting. Right. Um, while they were in there, because, you know, d- during the one they're all like, uh, swing your partner round and round and throw him into a wall, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so Miguel uh, starts hearing some of Johnny's dialogue and it gives him strength to overcome and best Kyler. Um, Hawk, Dimitri, and Miguel run over to stop the fight between Tori and Sam, and she's not happy about their betrayal, uh, but does end up leaving. What she does. Uh, I think um, one of Watch Party's video kind of, you know, talked about it, you know, just kind of being like one, one of those like generic villains who, you know, uh, I'll get you next time, you know, and, and exits, basically. Um, I don't necessarily think it's, you know, the I'll get you my pretty and your little dog Toto too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's it's quite that level of like campy villain mm-hmm. because she had every reason in the world to leave right? right she's standing there with five people from right. the opposing army she's by herself <laughs> um right she's by herself so prudence is you leave and come back and fight another day my only my only like thought weird thought or whatever about that i mean first of all is how quickly eli or how quickly hawk has taken to being eli again and second of all is dimitri's voice changing like literally did he just enter puberty or what because on Um. that he, he doesn't have to because he'll have friends to watch it for him line about watching his back Mm-hmm. His voice squeaks in like three different places. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I I didn't catch that. Yeah, and I just I, I it's it's like it, it it's almost it's not as bad as um oh in the uh, in the comic book store in season two um when he says well at least he's not an asshole. Um, okay. Yeah, or at yeah, least yeah. I'm not. At least I'm not an asshole. Is the line, and like his voice squeaks when he does that one, and his voice squeaks a little bit on this one too. And I don't know if that's just if that's like Gianni has decided that Dimitri's voice would squeak when he's emotional. Which don't get me wrong, if that is an acting choice, it is 100 valid mm-hmm. because I think Dimitri's voice would squeak, but. I just wonder whether that's intentional or not. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a good question. Yeah, I have no idea. And it's not something that I catch, but you pointing it out that I I can, I can like hear some of the inflections and some of his dialogue throughout like seasons two and three. Yeah. Um, We're back at the club and the couples are getting ready to end their evenings and the two idiots are still going at it. And Allie calls them out, Uh, says they're basically different, but same. Yeah, they're. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say they're 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 going at it in their their own way. Right, right. Um, Daniel and Allie say their goodbyes, and he gets two hugs. Uh, Daniel wishes yes. Johnny a Merry Christmas, and Johnny finally says the D word, as you call it. Yay! I was so happy. I was it's a like, great oh, moment. He said it. 
Yeah. It really is. You know, what's he say? Uh, Good night, LaRusso or something. And he's like, I mean, Daniel. And then he, yeah. And then he, and then he's like, Merry Christmas, LaRusso. And then he like stops and goes, Merry Christmas, Daniel, and holds the drink up to toast mm-hmm. him, which I thought was awesome. It's very nice. Yes. Very nice. Yes. Uh, Amanda acknowledged the two hugs and Daniel says, hey. Let's go home and do some things while my wife, or my ex, rather, is still on my mind. Oh. I mean, kind of, right? Right. Because, I mean, I, I forget the uh, exact dialogue, but basically he's like, yeah, let's go home and get into some trouble. And I'm like, she just mentioned how she saw the two hugs, and clearly Allie's still on your mind while you're making the comment of, yeah, let's go home and you know, do some stuff. I just thought it was a really interesting, like the way it was worded. I was just like, uh, hmm? odd timing. <laughs> yeah, odd, just odd timing. Mostly timing. Yeah, but hey, it, it works for her. She falls yeah, for it. She, I mean, right? obviously, so, she didn't hear what I heard or thought what I, you know, but but she obviously didn't think what you're thinking. No, no, I just thought it was funny. Um, outside, Allie asks about Carmen, and he tells her. Uh, explains how he's still figuring things out mm-hmm. um, is, is why he and brought her up and um, also reminds Allie how he always screwed things up. Yeah, yeah. Johnny has the ability to um, bull in a china shop his way through life, doesn't he? Yeah. It, also, like I, I know in the past you have mentioned how um, you did not like the fact that she was the cause of their beef and also is the resolution of it. Yeah, I I, I did obviously. I did not like that. It's it's grown on me. Mm-hmm. Um which I mean I, I I get the full circle thing. Um and I get the she opened this 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 book for them, so she, you know, should be the closure of it and all that stuff. Um I just really wanted them to be able to think for themselves for a change like they wouldn't have hated each other without her Uh, right um i would have liked to have seen them stop hating each other without her too but you know maybe it's not completely over right i mean maybe the nice cities is because ali is there but i mean i don't know maybe nice cities is that even a word I, i think it is is it? <laughs> yeah, nicety is a word. Nicety okay, but, is a word. But 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 yeah, just maybe because she's there, that's why they are acting that way. But I mean that. But that's still kind of the same thing. It's like her presence is still making them that way. Right, and the rest of the episode does not bear that out. Yeah. They are legitimately, you know, at as far as they know, and as far as any of the rest of us know, they are legitimately burying the hatchet or trying to. Right. Just mm-hmm. because, you know, just because she told them to. Well, now, by the end of the episode, it's not just because of that. But they were already walking down this path toward reconciliation um, before, you know, the fight at the end happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't I don't think they're just being nice to each other because she's there. Okay. And and just so we're clear, I don't think that's exactly it either. I mean, but it it def- I I feel that it does factor in in uh, to kind of how they're behaving, and maybe a little bit, but oh, I, I sure. guess it maybe a little bit, but I wouldn't I wouldn't give it much much weight. Right, right. 
Um, Ellie assures uh, that she's got some faith in him. Um, and Johnny is back at the apartment. He's practicing what he wants to tell Carmen, which is that he loves her. Uh, she opens up mm-hmm. the door and reveals a beat up Miguel. And Johnny is furious. What happened? Yeah. Yeah, I love the way that, that he goes from like uh, the moon heart eyes, you know, when she opens the door and he's just like, he looks 17 again when she opens that door. Yeah, right? I mean, he's so yeah. excited. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, that didn't it, last long. And, you know, yeah, Johnny's Miguel Sensei, but. You know, this is season three right now. You know, this is very much like Miyagi and Daniel. You know, Johnny's the surrogate father. He's Papa Bear mode. Right. And to see Miguel beat up. uh, Oh, yeah. That um, use whatever expression you want there. He is upset. Yes, he is very upset. Uh, We cut back to Vietnam. Uh, Tao picks Turner and Silver this time, but Kreese volunteers to go in Silver's place. Uh, As they walk to the pit, Turner tells Kreese about Bessie's death. A um, little reminder, if you guys have forgotten, uh, I guess she was on her way to go visit her grandmother and wrap the car around the trees, basically the wording of of it. Yeah. Um, as they walk up the bridge, they see the pit of snakes. So I guess that was the worst thing, right? So like if if if, if you're not thro- – well, if you're not dead when you fall, you're probably going to die from all the – whichever, you know, snake is poisonous. Right. You know what is missing, though, from this pit of snakes? Hmm. I give up. The dead body of the guy that got thrown into it a couple hours ago? Well, clearly we missed the part where that guy was fished out and uh, was given a proper burial. No. Would you want to be the guy whose job it is to drag the dead bodies out of the viper pit? Of course not. I mean, I don't know who'd want that there job. There doesn't look to be an easy way to get down there. Yeah. Well, y- you know what? Uh, maybe he had been fully cons- consumed by then. That- that's a lot of snakes there. Yeah, that is. What are those bright yellow ones? I know what that is. That that's a that's a that is a Burmese python, isn't it? Uh, your guess is probably better than mine. Uh, and I, I don't know I think... how, if those are, you know, kind of readily available in Vietnam, in North Vietnam. So I, um, I would imagine well, they probably... Burma's not like a crazy amount far away, is it? Where that is I don't know. I mean, I know Vietnam is by like Cambodia, Laos, and Thailand. So I don't know where Burma is. I don't either. Is, I mean, I feel like Burma might have even been like an older part of what is, you know, it's something now, kind of like how Thailand used to be Siam. You know, it, maybe it was a, another region of what is now in that Southeast Asia. Uh, let's see. Burma is Myanmar. Okay. Burma is Myanmar, so it is part of Southeast Asia. It yeah. neighbors Thailand, Laos, Bangladesh, China, and India. Okay, so so on the other side of Vietnam, then, so it doesn't yeah. even touch Vietnam. Okay, so but you know, snakes are snakes, right. uh, and you know it, that pit is obviously is it serves some sort of purpose. So I, I would imagine they're looking for all the deadliest of snakes, right? So we cut back. Wait, wait, yeah. So the yeah the snakes, and then we cut back to 
Johnny, uh, storming through the Cobra Kai dojo, kicks down the door. And I remember that very well from the trailer. Because um, we're yes. like, what the hell's going on? Uh, right. And he goes to the back dojo to find Robbie in Cobra Kai gi and standing there with Kreese. Um, Kreese, yet again, gives him another chance to join. <laughs> yeah. Anybody keep in track? This is really your there? last chance. Yeah. Right? No, I, I, I don't know. This is like four in two episodes. season three. <laughs> right. This is your last chance, Johnny. I might ask Until you I more ask next season. Um, and see, uh, Johnny replies by striking first. Um, this is also yes. cut with uh, Kreese fighting with Turner uh, back in 1969 or 7? Uh, 68? 16, I no, maybe I shouldn't have even said that. Let's see here. I, uh, I don't remember. It's 69. It's 69. Okay. Yeah, I did write it okay. down. Um, Robbie steps in Kreese's defense and Johnny runs him into the locker and, and inadvertently knocks him out. Uh, any thoughts up until this point? Up until this point, um, Johnny using the walls as fight props is the hottest damn thing I have seen. <laughs> yeah. Up until, you know, this point in this episode. And I like the thing that, that he does. Th- there's something, something about that knee that like when he, when he brings his knee up and he like. Yes. Yes. Pulls himself. Mm-hmm. And throws himself out of the the hallway using the door frame, and it's just like wow. And and actually, you're bringing up the specific part that I was going to mention that this is probably one of those beats, you know, that Billy has to, you know, create the extra timing to possibly uh, swap out, you know, Marty and uh, Ken, uh, who doubles as Marty. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I like it though. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, we flash back to Kreese fighting Turner, and Kreese shows him no mercy. Uh, while he's, he's hanging on the bridge there, stomps on his hand, and uh, Turner falls to his death. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna. It, it, I've, I've I've said it multiple times, and I will say it anytime I am asked. If this was their attempt to explain crease or humanize him a little bit more or make us sympathize with him or whatever turning him into a murderer was not the way to go about that i don't I, think well I, I i get what you're saying and i i think this is just hmm. i think this explains like his upcoming actions you know like i don't think he's currently like a murderer like it, it just you know, it's in the heat of the moment, right? It's kill or be killed. Um, and I think, you know, this was kind of important to add, you know, so, so we know what Kreese is capable of. Right. He's capable of murder. There was absolutely no need for him to kill Captain Turner at that point. There was napalm falling all around them. They were free. Yeah. He did not need to kill him. Well, maybe you just didn't need to see it. I mean, I no, feel I like- don't think he needed to kill him. Yeah. Now, if they were, to, if they, if they had left it open, Captain Turner died, and we don't know how, or um, you know, something like that. But they created this character specifically for Crease to murder him. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Well. I mean, uh, that's not it. But I mean, that's one of it. One of the reasons. I mean, we we can see. Well. Where, the, okay. No. Yeah. The, I mean, he had other purposes. He yes. he. 
informs Crease now versus Crease then, and I understand that. But they knew when they created this character that ultimately Crease was going to murder him. Yeah, right. And I mean, I just I, I I've never been in that situation and all of this stuff, but you know, I'm I'm looking at the you know, US airstrike that is killing the guards left, right, and center, right? Um, and the fact that all of that did not dislodge Captain Turner from the the bridge kind of says to me that if he'd pulled him back up, um, that, you know, he probably would have turned right back into Captain Turner again. Mm-hmm. And he would have started acting like a, a commander and not an asshole. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, but but again, the, the mantra of no mercy, right? Like, if, if he didn't kill him, then he's showing him mercy. Yeah, if he doesn't kill him, he's showing mercy. And he says he'll never make that mistake again, so. Yeah. I guess, oh, l- l- since we're on on this part, let's just kind of wrap up with the with the flashbacks. Um, I know it, it's, it's, it's still kind of cut a little bit differently here, but we'll just add... That uh, he goes back to free the rest of the men. Uh, you mentioned, you know, the, the the bombs dropping and all that, and frees the men, including Silver, to which he says that you know he mm-hmm. he owes him his life um, and, and all that. Right. I think that is it, right? Because it was only really uh, brief. that's it for the the Vietnam right. scenes, okay. yeah. So we go back to um, Johnny uh, Johnny fighting Crease. At one point, uh, I, I I forgot to mention this, and this was right before. His little thing with Robbie, um, Johnny does reach for a sigh and then drops it. Um, uh, Crease is uh, choking out Johnny, uh, in which he is saved by Daniel. Must have came through the back Yay! entrance because we didn't hear the uh, the bell at the front front door. The door ding. <laughs> um, it, it, but if he came through the back door, he walked all the way around them before he bothered to kick Crease. Right. So. I think we're supposed to assume he came through the front door and, you know, we're just so invested in what's going on that we didn't hear the bell ring. Yeah. I, I do like when, when he um, when he's in there, he looks over and sees like Robbie's like, Robbie, you know, like, it's just kind of it, it to me. It was a little comical. I don't know if that was like the intent, but I thought it was kind of funny. It is funny. Okay. All right. So it's not just It me. is funny. He's like mid tirade. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like mid tirade. And he goes, oh, Robbie. Yeah. And, you know, it, and then he just turns right back into the middle of the fight yeah, again. Yeah. Because Robbie can't even like, like answer what? or anything. So, so I, th- I thought that was funny. It is. So they fight. And Angry Daniel is pretty good here, too. You know, um, calling him a oh, uh, son yes. of a bitch and, and all these. I'm like, oh, yes. You know, give me more of this. Yeah, I, <laughs> what have I told you? Well, what have no I told more. you over and over and over again? Daniel cusses like a pissed off sailor. I know you have said that. Actually, I think I said drunken sailor. I'm but. sure you said every variation of that, but we just yes. need more of it. You know, like I, I, yes, I, I never doubted you. Yes, we, we, we need to hear it. Right. We really need to hear it because this look on his face um, when he starts fighting Crease, the look on his face is the exact same as the look on his face when he looks up and sees the billboard. Oh, yeah. Mother. Yeah. It's right. the exact same look on his yeah. face. I love it. Um, so let's see here. Uh, Crease picks uh, picks Daniel up, runs him through the window. Picks him up, chucks him over his shoulder, <laughs> and then runs through a window yes. with him. 
Uh, as Kreese grabs a shard of glass, Daniel recalls his lesson with Chosen and disables Kreese with that three-point Miyagi death touch. I don't know what we're calling it, but, you know, I... The secret Miyagi pressure points. Oh, is, wait, is that what it's called? That's what I've called it. Oh, okay. Well, um, let's, let's, let's see what other people think, you know, what other ideas are out there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's what that's what I call it. Um, uh, things that I like about this sequence, other than Daniel being very, very hot... <laughs> Um, I do like Isn't that the, like every when, scene with him or <laughs> right, yeah, that goes without saying. Um and the um is him saying um Chris says you can't keep up that that um that defense only shit forever. And he's like oh, right, yeah. good thing I don't have to then. Bop, you know. Yeah. Um I, I Daniel has taken to punctuating sentences with um fists. I approve of this. Yeah. Normally, I would not, but I do. Um, and before Kreese picks up that, or as he's picking up that giant shard of glass, um, with Daniel just kind of sitting there, you know, like staring at him because he's down on his knees, right? And he just pushed himself up off the ground. He's covered in blood. Um, is the, I think it's time for you and Miyagi to reunite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. That it, if if there was any doubt in your head whatsoever, after seeing what he did to Captain Turner, that Crease is a murderer, mm-hmm. um, that one sentence right there should eliminate all doubt. Oh that yeah, absolutely. he is a murderer. He yeah. is in. He is going to murder Daniel in cold blood. He's going to stab him either in the face or in the throat. Yeah, I don't like the context of that line, but it's a great line. (laughs) Not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Right. It is a a really, really good line. Um, I I wonder, though, what would happen if he went, um, if Daniel kicked him in the other leg, too? What happens if you use all four pressure points? Then I I think uh, Kreese would be laying on the ground. Right. Yeah. Heck of a lot easier to kill that way. Just stomp on his head. Yeah. Uh, Johnny does give him the quiet nod, right? Uh, and Kreese is basically saved by Sammy Miguel showing up, which, uh, you know, prevents Daniel from finishing him. Damn kids. Yeah. They ruin everything, don't they? Um. They do. But, uh, yeah, Daniel tells them to stay away from the kids, and he says it's a free country or whatever. Um, but basically they, they, they want to settle this in the tournament, and in the middle of uh, negotiating the terms and conditions, uh, Johnny assures him that Cobra Kai isn't going to win. Yeah, right. I think Daniel even has some reservations because he, he gives this look to Johnny, kind of like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, or, 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 do you, I oh, didn't, wait, so wait, what? We're going to work together? No, I didn't, I didn't take it that way at all. Hmm, okay. Um, the way I took the expression on Daniel's face was, you know, just kind of a questioning, are we, are we doing this? And, you know, hmm. it, it, Johnny's like, yeah, we are. Um, and Daniel goes along with it and he's, because Daniel throws down the gauntlet first, right? Mm-hmm. With the, you keep your Cobra Kai's away from our kids. Right. Right. So he's already taking part ownership in Johnny's kids. Or just the fact that it is literally theirs, you know, his kids and, and, you know, separately, but just the term our, you know, not, not separately, but together in unison. Yes. It could be taken out of the way. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, I yeah. just, I, I, I think Daniel is the one that threw down the team up gauntlet first. I mean, even, okay. even if you go, you know, back to them conspiring to commit murder together, right? Daniel had stepped back and asked Johnny for permission. Johnny gave it. Right. So that's kind of where this whole thing starts, right? I, I, I do like it better. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we we cut back. Well, there's this is where we get that other flashback, but we already touched on that. So uh, we cut to the back of uh, Miyagi-Do, where Daniel uh, exits from or comes out from Not inside. Yet. Uh, what, what? Oh, Chris oh, makes a phone call. Chris has a phone call to make. Chris uh, makes a phone call after looking at a picture of him, Twig, and Ponytail. Um, says it's been a long time. And then we cut to a cover of In the Air Tonight, which uh, Daniel's coming yes. out of the, the house. And Johnny and his pupil come in uh, kind of one at a time. Now, like, this is a fantastic moment. I think we were all getting chills. The music was on point. And the, yes. like, the gravity of this moment. But also, like... Logistically, are, are the kids being dropped off by their parents? And, you know, are they all like waiting for a car to come out while they drive in? Because we, we've seen what the front looks like, right? Oh, no, no, no. Right. Johnny, Johnny's got a, a mom van. He's got oh, okay. a soccer good mom point. van. That, that's a good point. Yeah, he's got the caravan. Okay. All right. Well, that, that. Yeah. He just, you know, meet me in the park and get in the van. Yeah. You, you guys go first. Creepy. And I'm going to come in last because, you know, you guys save the best for last. Well, maybe two of the doors won't close unless there's a, a, a special trick you have to do or something. But you, you think he closes the door? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> I'm sure but the engine's still running. <laughs> he has to walk around that corner as the beat drops. Yes, Can't be does. anybody else. Nope, you're absolutely right. Um, all, all the nods, uh, all the bows to one another. Everyone's got perfect hair. Yes. Um, everyone yes. looks a little bruised up, like a, like a Georgia peach, uh, right? And all that blood over Daniel, all over Daniel the night before, just gives this little bit of cut on his cheek there. And the blood work on his shirt, it's pretty good. There was blood all over him. Yeah, that's a lot of blood really for that little bitty scratch on his face. And we end with the dialogue. Uh, let's begin. And we got yes. the end snake. So there we go. Yay, Stanley! <laughs> It finally took it. It took us three hundred and sixty-two days to uh, finish our season three review. <laughs> oh boy! Um, right. But, but hey, we got it done. Season four is literally upon us. We are finishing just right before the virtual premiere, and we're gonna have a yeah, season right four. before meaning we've got two minutes. Yes, to to hurry up and wrap up. But yes, uh, expect a season four recap the day season four drops. Probably shortly after your watch uh, or binge, rather, um, we'll be filled with spoilers uh, and more fun episodes uh, to to follow. And hopefully um, our season, not season one, but our episode 401 uh, reviews sometime the following week. Okay, that sounds yeah. wonderful. All right. So wrapping it up, where can people find you on the social medias? I am Brianna25, anywhere you want to be, anywhere you want to look, anywhere you happen to stop by that appears to be a social media-ish, fan-ish <laughs> place. I am I, there. I am I li- me. 
I like how, like, uh, at least in recent memory, you've been closing it out just a little bit differently. You know, like l- l- right? last time it was a deviant art. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, for me, I'm on Twitter at Cobra Kai Pod, at Cobra Kai Companion, Companion with a K on Instagram. And don't forget to check out our site, CobraKaiCompanion.com, for links to all of our interviews and most of our other episodes. So um, if you guys don't hear from us before the new year, happy new year. Happy New Year! And bring on season four. Yes! Let's do this. And until next time, I was so far up there I could see out my mouth. Did that make sense or was it the wine? Haven't you done enough, princess?